0: From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swampside Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy showing for Wednesday, March, Tuesday, March 19th. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, On the road to opening day, and we welcome in the spoiled Boston sports fan, Nick Fouché, who has experienced another title since we last talked. Hello, sir. Hello, Jeremy. How's it
1: going?
0: What's it like being spoiled with championships left and right?
1: You know, it's not. It's not bad. It it never gets old. Uh, seeing your favorite team hoist up, you know, the trophy at the end of the season, showing, you know, that. Uh, and then going, being able to go out and championship t-shirt. It's not. It's not.
0: Bad. The funny thing is, like, I can go in my closet and decide which championship do I want to wear today. That is a good feeling. That is a very, very good feeling. What impressed you most about this Patriots team? Uh, I
1: think what impressed me most was uh, the run that they took in the playoffs. Because during the regular season, they could not win. Uh, they could not win a road game to save their lives, and you know people were counting them out which I thought is kind of unfair. It's definitely not the typical Patriots season that everyone um, has seen. And they kind of took, took on this underdog role, which is kind of crazy to think that the Patriots could be an underdog. And I don't think they should ever be an underdog um, because of their recent success. I mean, last year... They lost the Super Bowl the year before that. They're in the Super Bowl. So this year, um, you know, going to, uh, going on a playoff run, I'm like, how can you make them an underdog? But they seem to think that they were because everyone in the media, the national media, is saying that it's over and that they can't do it. Yada, yada, yada. All that fun stuff that they like to use um, as fuel. And then they take on, you know, the two, who are the two best teams in the AFC, and they beat them. Uh, That Chiefs game was pretty crazy, might have had a minor heart attack, but I thought that the Chiefs were going to go to the Super Bowl, so um, I was pleasantly surprised at the ending of that. And then you go and play the Rams, who was, you know, one of the best teams all season who had this crazy high-powered offense, and they only scored three points. In the Super Bowl, like three points, the Patriots the D held them the three points. I never saw that coming, so I was pleasantly surprised at the uh, the the ending of the season. Um, but I think they really turned on a switch in the playoffs, and they became the Patriots that all New Englanders know and love, and that
0: the whole nation hates. Is this the end of the run? Is this the end of Gronk's run? Is this the end of of Brady being Tom? What's your view of Tom, Gronk, and and this team as a whole? Uh, I don't think it's the end
1: yet. Uh, I would say that they're going to have a pretty successful year this year. I don't know if they will win another Super Bowl or be in the Super Bowl. I would like to think so, but... Um, I think they're gonna have a good year. We don't know what's going on with Gronk. Uh, Gronk, he, I know he has a lot of opportunity outside the world of football. Uh, not exactly sure what route he would go down. I've heard people talk about, um, him wanting to be in movies and he could be an actor, but I know he has a great personality, but I don't think that's gonna translate very well into Hollywood. he is a big fan of WWE. The WWE loves him. One of his best friends is a WWE superstar. So I can see him going in there, but I can only see him going in as like a big-name attraction. I don't think he would be there full-time. I don't think his body could do it full-time um, with all his injuries. And he just seems like a very like tall, rigid human being. So I don't know how his body would work and all that through wrestling and he's just such a goofball that I don't know how serious he would be and I don't know how the fans would take to him um, so no no clue on Gronk he said something that was pretty alarming during the whole media week for the Super Bowl he said that um, people don't understand the mental toll uh, that playing football takes on him, yeah. not, not meaning, like, getting hit in the head in um, CTE and all that, but, like, when his body hurts, he's, like, a miserable person. Like, he's in a bad mood, and he hates it um, and stuff like that. So that's pretty alarming as far as him returning for another year and taking that beating. Um, Tom Brady, I mean, Tom Brady had... Uh, a good year. I wouldn't say it was great. Um, there's definitely some regression in his game. Uh, this year I noticed a lot of bailing out on his throws in the pocket. I think he gets pretty paranoid to take hits. So anytime someone was around him, he would just beat bail. Like he'd either go down or he'd launch the ball out of bounds. And he was missing a lot of open receivers and throwing some pretty unnecessary interceptions this year, which is something that... Is different from what he's done in the past and I think that is pretty alarming for Patriots fans. Um, he did show in the playoffs that he has that old Tom Brady spark that he can get things done. He had a big drive against the Chiefs uh, two big drives in the fourth quarter to take the lead and then in overtime the win um, and he stuck through adversity against the Rams and pulled out a victory it wasn't pretty but you know he's the one that got the hoist the trophy at the end so he i mean he played played well enough uh julian edelman he this is his last last year on contract and he's only making two million a year uh, and the patriots just tried to sign adam humphreys who's you know a similar player for 10 million a year so they're definitely looking at um, a future, I think, without Edelman. So if we, you know, if the Patriots lose, I, I say New England fans say we, as if we're on the team, I don't know why. Um, but if,
0: Every sports fan does. And, yeah. So, Ed, so if Edelman
1: leaves after this year, Gronk's done after this year, if he, if he comes back, and then Brady's, you know, got to be on his way out soon, um, you know, there's the three staples of the Patriots for, you know, the past eight, nine years, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but I think this year they'll have, they'll have a successful year. They, they lost some key pieces on defense, but, um, I mean, I think their defense is, is solid enough without those out those players, so... It'll be interesting to see what happens. I know uh, the Jets
0: got better. Yes, we um, did. Huge signing. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see
1: how the Jets and the Patriots match up. The Jets always play the Patriots very, very well, and now they have the best running back in the game. So um, it'll be interesting to see how these, you know, division rivalries go. Um, You know, the Dolphins just got. Uh, the Patriots defensive coordinator Brian Flores as their head coach um, so you know he'll have an idea on how the Pats are playing and, and stuff like that so it's going to be it'll be interesting to see how many wins the Pats put together and if they can make another run at
0: it I'll say this, I am concerned about Le'Veon Bell being out of football for a year and how long it takes him to get back to football shape, game shape, whatever you want to call it term it, etc. I am very curious to see how all that um, turns out. Let's move now to your sport baseball, uh, your baby. Um, this Red Sox team has caught a couple breaks so far this offseason. Uh, sorry, this spring training from the Yankees. Severino's not going to be ready for opening day. Now Dylan Patances is not going to be ready for opening day. Um we're the better team. The Yankees are the much, I believe, complete, better complete team, especially in the bullpen, than you guys are. Um, Roster-wise, I think you're better. It's very close, if not you guys having a slight edge. Um, but it fascinates me now because of this start and because of who the Yankees will not have available starting out the year that if you guys are healthy enough you can get off to a good start. What's your feeling about this Red Sox team as we're a week away or so away from opening day?
1: Yeah, I mean, like you just mentioned like everything, everything's coming up Boston sports. It's like <laughs> I do feel kind of bad. It's um I I think so I think you're absolutely right in terms of the Yankees being a more complete team and I thought that last season too. And again, you know, the Yankees had a hell of a year, put together a 100 wins, and it's just the Red Sox were just, you know, that much better. And clutch. Eight, eight games. So um, I think the Red Sox, I mean, their team is pretty much still intact. Um, their bullpen is a huge, huge, huge question mark, and it was last year as well. Um, but their offense kind of bailed them out throughout the season because they're putting up all these, you know, big numbers, and it kind of, you know, overshadowed the bullpen. The bullpen going into the playoffs last year had an ERA above eight, and then the playoffs are, as you know, a whole different monster where you don't even need your relievers pitching you can have
0: starters go in like Nathan Ivaldi and you know pitch lights out what he did was insane I mean his performance Chris Sale's performance I mean but Ivaldi, I mean that's what earned him the contract I mean that's what earned him the money yeah they uh they definitely
1: overpaid for him but it was like he deserved it like after after that after a game three in the World Series and what he did in, in extra innings um, to keep the Sox in that game. Like that was just, that was one of the, the greatest performances I've ever seen. Um, he just, he, he almost threw like a whole game. And then the craziest thing and the story that I love the most is after they lost, he walked right into Alex Kors office and said, give me the ball tomorrow. Like I want to pitch. Um, so it was crazy. There was a whole line of the whole pitching staff lined up outside Cora's office and asked to pitch tomorrow because they were so moved by Evaldi's performance. I thought that was like one of the cooler stories um, of the World Series. But yeah, I mean as far as the season goes, the, the starting pitching um, is still intact. Um, I'm very, I think what I'm most interested for and excited about this year is seeing uh, David Price because David Price has had lots and lots of issues with the Boston media. They have been all over him since he got here um, and he's had lots of issues with them and now that he won in the playoffs and won a World Series and everything, he seems much more confident um and sounds like he's in control now of his press conferences whereas before the media was like they'd be down his throat and then after he won the world series in his in his post-game press conference he said i hold all the cards now so i don't know what that means but i guess we're going to find out this year and i'm interested to see how his confidence level goes um as far as him dealing with the media and him dealing with the Boston fans because when he was struggling the fans let him have it they booed him uh, and he did not like that at all so um that that's going to be a big storyline for me but the starting pitching still attack their offense is still uh the same and what I love this year is um well, I hope this is the case. We'll see how long he plays for because he's very injury-prone. But Dustin Pedroya will be back, um, and he'll be taking second base uh, back from Ian Kinsler, and that's only an upgrade uh, for Ian Kinsler. He is going to be a bad GOAT uh, in all of New England after his error in Game 3. That cost the Red Sox. So... Uh, it'll be nice to see Pedroia back in that spot, and hopefully that's a big upgrade. Um, but their offense is going to stay the same. Uh, I imagine they're going to put big numbers up again. And their fielding, that's, you know, one of, if not the best outfield uh, in all the majors with ben Attendee, uh Bradley, and, and Betts. So that's going to be awesome to have them back together. I think everyone's holding their their breath and nervous about bets and seeing all these big contracts. Um, And we got him for two more years, but uh, I think everyone's getting a little worried that he's going to walk. But the bullpen is just... No one knows. I I don't even think the Red Sox know what's going to happen with that. Let me stop Uh, you right there.
0: Let me stop you right there. We're talking to Boston sports fan Nick Fouché here on Teeing It Up. It was a problem last year. Why didn't you upgrade it in the offseason? The fact that you made no name acquisitions for the bullpen, while the, while the Yankees, for example, acquired Zach Britton on top of everything else they had. They've got like five guys who can close. You guys have nobodies. Why didn't you upgrade anything? It boggles my mind.
1: If I, if I had that answer for you, uh, I would be in the Red Sox front office. <laughs> I have no idea. And you know what? I can I can question it all I want. And if I went up to Dave Dombrowski and said, hey, man, what the hell? Why have you not upgraded this? He's going to look down at his finger and look at me and be like, oh, you see this World Series ring? And then I'm going to be like, yep, I can't say anything. But I don't know. That is a glaring issue. They survived the playoffs without a good bullpen, and again, it's a lot. It's a lot uh, due to the fact that you can put a starter on the mound. That's like the trend now. Um, they they lost. Uh, they lost Joe Kelly. You know, he went over to the Dodgers, and he was a huge part of that playoff run. Um, and uh, like, so I don't know. They don't really have like. A
0: setup, man. Some guy and named they, Ryan Brazler. A closer anymore. Some 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 guy named Ryan Brazler is listed on ESPN.com as your depth chart closer. Yeah,
1: Ryan. Right. Yeah. I
0: I Brazier. can't tell you one thing about Ryan Brasler. <laughs> I'm pretty good knowing closers in baseball. I can't tell you one damn thing about that dude. Right. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Brazier
0: is an interesting. Sorry, character. Brazier. Excuse um, me. See that? I mispronounced the yeah, name because I, I have no idea who it is. Big, uh, and that's and that's a huge issue. Yes. And so,
1: th- so he was he was like a journeyman, um, you know, around different teams, minor leagues, all this stuff. He came in, Red Sox gave him a tryout, and they're like, "Hey, we like you." And what's funny is he was one of the better uh, relievers that the Red Sox had uh, last year. But yet yeah, now he's a quote, which is scary because <laughs> you got. Craig Kimbrell, who's one of the best closers in the game, gone. He's not even on a team now because he wants too much money. And then Joe Kelly, who, you know, was a big part of the bullpen, is gone too. So now you (laughs) are you got Ryan Brazier closing, which is going to be, you know, hold on to your butts and, you know, they'll probably mix him up with Matt Barnes, who... You know, it's the same. It's a hit or miss. He's either gonna have a real good game or he's gonna blow the doors wide open and lose the game. So I don't know, like these starters are gonna to have to go seven plus because I, I I I don't have any answers. I wish I knew what was going on with that bullpen. I'm just praying that the Red Sox score some runs and their starters go deep in the game because
0: I don't trust I I don't trust a single person in that bullpen. That's not good. And I'm that's a scary thought. Yeah, a very, very scary thought. Um, we're talking to Nick Fouché. All right, two more things. Number one, what is your official Red Sox prediction? Okay,
1: I, I want to say, I want to say that they're gonna win. I want to say they're gonna win the East. I don't think that's the case. I do think the Yankees are gonna win this year. I think the Red Sox are going to be in one of the wild-card spots, and I do think that they'll win uh, the little wild-card play-in game, Um, but I do not think that they're going to win the East. As you were mentioning, the Yankees being a more complete team, I believe that to be true, although I believe that to be true last year. Um, And the Reds, they just, from the beginning of the season to the end, they just won it was crazy they never they never they never lost more than i think three games in a row all year um so but i do think the yankees will win the east i do not know if the red sox will repeat anything can happen in the playoffs like i did not expect them to do what they did to the yankees astros and dodgers they only they only lost one game each series so i don't expect that to happen again if they make the the world series I mean hell yeah I mean, we'll see what happens but I think they'll they'll make the playoffs but I think the Yankees are going to be in the driver's
0: seat and finally um I've been waiting to tell the story for months I'm in Aruba um, wonderful place and I'm there minutes I see Patriot five-time world champion flags this is back in November mm-hmm. I meet Patriot and Boston sports fans, I meet Boston residents, I get inundated. And yes, Xander Bogarts is from Aruba, but I got inundated. And I text you, and you tell me, Nick, that Aruba is... It's New England 2.0. What is the backstory to this? Tell the folks out there who are going to listen to this, and maybe they've been to Aruba and they meet all these people, and they have no idea why, why is this so popular?
1: it's crazy it is just for some reason it is like the destination that people from new england like want to go down and see they run ads all the time on tv and the radio um of going to aruba which is crazy because i don't hear ads for like going to any other you know destinations and it's it's want like i know they have a big um you know kind of relationship with the area um, with Xander Bogart's being from Aruba and a lot of people like me who are big Red Sox fans would love to go down and see the island and, and tour the baseball parks and see where Xander played and, and down there the Balashi, the big beer down in Aruba there's advertisements down there of Xander Bogart's you know having the beer or whatever, and it's like, it's cool for, you know, fans, like me, Red Sox fans, but as far as, like, the people in New England go, it's just, I. it's almost like someone went down and was like, hey, you need to go to Aruba, and then it just spread out, like, by word of mouth, and next thing you know, it's all over advertisements. Um, I don't know when that all started. I have no idea if it's a correlation of you know, Xander Bogarts and now it's like cool because they always mention during Sox games that Xander's from Aruba. So, you know, I think it's kind of like a perfect storm that, you know, he comes to the Red Sox and now everyone's like more and more interested, but it is crazy. I watched the Atlanta uh, Falcons Patriots Super bowl in Aruba and Aruba was packed with Patriots fans. It was crazy, like going down on the plane and everyone's in Patriots gear and just, I don't know. It's, it's pretty fascinating to be down there though. And I feel bad for, for, you know, people like you who, you know, are not a New England fan and you're going to a, a different country and you think you're escaping all of this and you go down there and you see a Patriots championship flag like flying in your face. You know, you should never have to give your passport to customs and then see Patriots gear. Like in your
0: face. I don't know. It's just it's crazy. It is what it is though and uh, I learned a very important lesson about what Aruba is. It is New England 2.0 <laughs> to the max. Nick Fouché, thank you beautiful. all Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying it's a beautiful
1: island. Yes. I suggest that everyone goes
0: down and sees it. Just packed with people from Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Vermont, New Hampshire and Maine. Uh, Nick Fouché, thank you for coming, as always, on Teeing It Up. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks
1: for having me.
0: And thank you all for listening to this edition of Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling. Enjoy the baseball season.